Bros, this is the All Bros Podcast. I am Jonathan Rose. And I am Caleb Albers. We are a couple of aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and critique movies, but also enjoy a lot of bit of the nerd life. This week on the podcast, we will be talking about The Road to Infinity War and how we're doing with that. See if we've watched all the three movies that, uh, basically, you know, like, what you've supposed to... I'm butchering this. What you're supposed to Goodness, watch so Rose. far. Shut the hell up. <laughs> Uh, the Venom movie news about Tom Holland, the Ant-Man and Wasp photo that Marvel released, the Steve Rogers Nomad uh, kind of clue that's been shown in an, in Avengers Infinity War, um, Infinity War behind-the-scenes photo with uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr., uh, Chris Evans, and who else was it? Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd, okay. My, my bad. <laughs> and then um, Marvel, our, uh, Marvel Multiverse to be introduced. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, so first off, let's get to Road to Infinity War. So the first week we watched Iron Man, and I I got that one on, like, the very last day of the week. Ooh, so I was, like, I super it. close to missing it. I watched it Friday. Nice. I usually try to watch them all on a Friday. But this uh, week I actually watched, watched the movie early. So. Uh, Still holds up. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. The only thing that doesn't is Iron Man's voice. When he's in his suit. Like, the yeah, two that, couple times that you do see him. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I can agree That's that. the only thing that doesn't hold up in the universe right now. That's fair. Um, then last week was my personal... Actually, I can't say it's my personal favorite, because it's like... I like the whole, the Incredible Hulk movie, I, but I like Mark Ruffles better. I agree. But, I mean, I think Edward Norton did a very good job, though. I'm just going to say my favorite superhero movie though a movie a movie about my favorite superhero okay i can't i can't say mine because you know he doesn't have a movie yeah (laughs) freaking bullshit yep um and then this week uh we will be or we have to watch iron man 2 and i'm probably going to watch that either tomorrow or saturday okay i've already watched it that's because I'm one of the few that actually still really like Iron Man 2. I know it has its problems, but I still think it's a lot of fun. It's pretty good. Especially I, all the scenes with the War Machine. Like dude, that War scene Machine's where awesome. they're in, like, the, I don't know if it's like a pond area or whatever, and they're just, like, kicking those robots' ass. Oh, I love that scene. Dude, for me, my favorite War Machine scene wasn't really War Machine. It was, like, when he was flying into the base. That was cool. Like, I just, I don't know why, but I like really dig that scene. <laughs> Wait, when he's flying in with the uh, the Mark II? Armor? Yeah, yeah, okay. Like when he's just like flying in, and just like the, like how it looks like a uh, plane and everything. Yeah, like that's all those true. settings. Yeah, that I'm was just, really cool. Just, I just dig it, dude. Um, so so far three for three. Yep. We still got uh quite a bit to go. Yeah. Uh, what's the next one? When this so when this podcast comes out, it'll be. Thor, won't it? Isn't it Thor? I believe it's Thor. Yeah. First yeah. introduction of Hawkeye. Booyah, yeah. son. Yeah, don't give me shit for it. I'm not. Oh. He's only in there for like a little bit. Shut up. <laughs> don't remind me. Um, The first installment of Thor. Um, Chris Evans knocks it out of the park. Chris Hemsworth, oh my gosh. Does I corrected that... myself. Damn I corrected it. myself. Oh, damn it. Doesn't count as a reference fail. 
Nice try, though. Oh, yeah, you bring up the reference fail. After this, I have something to give to you. So. What? After you bring up the reference fail, I have something to give to you after this. So, okay. Yeah. Like, after I'm, we're done recording? Or yeah. What? I know that was, like, way off topic, but, you know, whatever. Okay. I wanted to say that before I forgot. Okay. Um, so that pretty much covers our status on Road to Infinity War. We'll be covering this until... Infinity War actually comes out. Yeah. Um, and then I think, I don't know if we pointed this out last week, but we agreed that, like, we'll actually watch, like, the big ones together. So, like, Avengers, Avengers Age of Ultron. Yep. Um, are there any, are there any other big, big ones besides those Civil War? Do you want to yeah, count that? Yeah, I'd say Civil okay. War. Yeah, Civil War. So. And we're obviously going to watch Black Panther. Well, yeah, of course. So, Black Panther is going to be one of those funky movies that we watch twice we're going to be watching it when it comes out and then we're going to watch it when it fits into the yeah the schedule yep um hopefully there'll be still be a place to watch it in april i'm sure there will be yeah i would be very surprised if there wasn't if not we can just go to like a like a sticky shoe that's true although i hate sticky shoe everyone hates sticky the shoe but it's so it, horrible uh or we our water gardens. Yes, yeah, yeah, I'd probably say water gardens. Yeah, but like water gardens is like really weird now. They don't do like uh, secondary movies. It's all like actually like movies when they first like new them. ones, right? Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's like super weird. Yeah. I mean, it's do they come out the day that they are released, mm-hmm. or does it? Not like every single movie, but like they'll get like like basically like every single Disney movie the first day it comes out. I mean, they've gotten some other ones, like, too, too, like, I know, like, I think they get, like, every Warner Brothers, or at least most, like, they got the Lego Ninjago movie when it first came out. Damn. Yeah. But they We're still, still won't show any now. R-rated movies, though. I think that's good. Yeah. That's, it's family-friendly. I agree. All right, jumping to Through the Wall, uh, Venom movie is officially going to be including Tom Holland's Spider-Man. And I know if you feelings about that. Yes. Because I feel if... Unless they, like, explain it somehow, I feel that it's just going to screw up the whole MCU thing. You think it's going to screw up? A little well, bit. With, obviously, jumping ahead, but if they introduce the multiverse, that could explain why Tom Holland's in Venom. And yeah. how it's not connect, technically connected to the MCU. That's true. Um... So this is just a quote from Schnapp. John Schnapp? John Schnapp. Love that guy. Yep. Uh, He says, I'm going to say it right here on this show. Not sure what show. I bet it was uh, Collider News. Probably. Um, It says, Spider-Man is going to be in Venom. For the last couple of months, we've been talking about Venom. We've been hearing about how Sony's keeping it all separated. Spider-Man's in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But every other character that's in the Spider-Man universe is separate. So he also suggested that it's going to be more than a cameo. So this is going to be an interesting... If if I, if I this goes how I think they're going to take it, where it's going to be a villain movie where the main fight's with the hero. That'd be interesting. That'd be super interesting. Um, so... You might know this. The Marvel or the Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, is that uh, Sony's deal or is that 
Marvels. That's Sony. That's all Sony. That's all Sony. Yep. So maybe this is like the Into the Spider Verse sequel or not sequel prequel. It could be where, I mean, they could end up killing Tom Holland in this movie. Don't say that, dude. But what if it did? And then they could, and then Sony can just take Miles Morales. Okay, yeah, okay, I could see that. And then, like, Marvel could still kind of be like, all right, we're we're going to keep Tom Holland's Spider-Man. You can get Miles Morales. I feel like it's going to piss off a lot of fans, though. Be like, I know Wait, he's would. alive in one, but he's dead in the other? Yeah, um, but it would make sense if they took the, the animated Spider-Verse route. Yeah, that's In the Spider-Verse, Peter Parker's alive in a billion different universes. That's true. It just sucks sometimes when, like, two studios are trying to work with one character. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's going to be rough. Yeah, so hopefully uh, they can pull it off. Hopefully. I think it'll be a lot easier if, once they introduce the multiverse. I think then they can just be like, oh, well, he's not part of this universe. It's part of a separate universe. So, I mean, they could kind of take the cheap way out with that. Yeah, that's true, they could. Say, like, oh, yeah, Spider-Man's dead in this universe now, and Miles Morales is the Spider-Man in this universe, and then Peter Parker's still alive in our universe. So, kind of a cool thing that they can do. And they could do that with practically anyone. Yeah. Be like, oh, yeah, this character's dead now, but this is them from a different universe. Like I said, if they I mean, can it's make kind it of work... a cheap way to... Yeah. Go out, but as long as they can make it work, that's all I care about. Yeah. Um. So I think that's it with the the Venom movie. Jumping to Ant Man and the Wasp. Fuck. My bad. Bros. I'm sorry if it failed. I'm suing you. What do you mean you're suing me? <laughs> you're okay. the one that dropped it. Okay, you owe me a brand new iPhone. Deal. Okay, well, you're lucky. No. <laughs> you're lucky. <laughs> I didn't agree to these terms and conditions. Okay. Um, back to Ant Man. Yeah, back to Ant Man and the Wasp. Uh, the their photo was just released, and it's just a picture of both of them in their suits, um, both wearing their helmet. And I have to say, I'm super digging wasps. Me too. Costume. It's awesome. Love and, the helmet. Yeah, it definitely like stays true to like the first Ant Man movie, mm-hmm. minus the colors. Yeah, it's like true to the comic book wasp where it's more like yellow black yeah i agree which i freaking love and i like how her like visor is orange and his is red yeah i really like that that's cool and uh it looks like paul rudd his his, his helmets from the one from civil, civil war. war but the costumes kind of it's yeah the costume's a little different it's kind of like a mix between civil war and ant-man which i actually like this costume a lot better than the one in civil war because i didn't love the one in civil war i liked the one in the, the first in ant-man better um, but this might be my favorite costume that he has worn. Yeah. So. But it'll be cool to see. Because I know Wasp doesn't grow big. She just she's just small. Yeah. Small to normal, and Ant Man's really the only. Technically, Ant Man is the one that goes, kid goes small to normal size, and then there's Giant Man that goes big, normal size, and then small. Yeah. But. Obviously, I think they're just going to keep him big. 
Um, do you think they're going to make him go big this movie? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it'd be, it'd be cool, uh, but I feel like you really need something like big to happen for him to be, for him to have to come become giant, man. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. I think it'd be cool just so we get to see Giant Man again, see him practicing as That's Giant true. Man. And, like, trying not to pass out. Yeah. Just gotta make sure he has those orange slices, man. Yeah, orange slices. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I, we still have yet to see Wasp with her wings. That's true. Um, I was supposed to drop a trailer. When is this supposed to come out again? I didn't know that they were releasing a trailer. Well, no, like, I wish that they would, but I don't think this is supposed to come out for a while. Yeah, it's not so, till after Infinity uh, War. Damn it, okay. So it's mind. probably... I want to say it's late 2018. Okay. Let's find out. Yeah, you Google that shit. Um, I want to see how Wasp's wings work. Because you could... So in the, at the end of Ant-Man, you saw her suit. Yeah. And it looked more, like, yellow and blue. Yeah. Then yellow and black. I prefer yellow and black. But whatever. Uh, I'm not going to be picky with July this. July 6th is when it comes out. In 2018? Yep. Sweet. Dude, we just, we just get hit hard with Marvel. Yeah, we in, do. In summer. It's just May, we get Infinity War, then Deadpool, and then a couple months, and then we get hit with Ant-Man. And the Wasp. And the Wasp. It's not just Ant Man. I know. Come on. I, I like their uh, their dynamic. Not I liked too. it in uh, in the first Ant Man movie. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, is I'm assuming Michael Douglas is going to be in this movie again. Yes, he is. Cool. And so is Michael Pena. Michael Pena, sweet. Yes. <laughs> I freaking love him. Dude, his narration is the best. I think s someone posted a meme that said, I just want to hear the story of him trying to tell Civil War to, like, a civilian or something. Like that airport battle. Dude, that would be a freaking awesome bit for him to do. That would be. That would be hilarious. Like, like, uh, like you know, the what Thor was doing during Civil War? Yeah. Kind of like how that was just kind of separated from yeah. everything. That was so cool that they did that. That, that was, was really awesome. cool. I kind of wish that we get got to see his roommate as a cameo in yeah, Thor Ragnarok. That would have been, that'd really been cool. hilarious. Um, yeah, but I'm, I'm pumped for that movie. Me too. Um, is Ant-Man supposed to be in... What am I saying? He's in Infinity War. Yes. So that's going to be the first movie we get from the MCU post-Infinity War. Yep, yeah. Oh, shit. It'll be interesting to see what they do with that. Yeah, I know, right? Um, I don't know if I can pick myself up by the time Ant-Man and the Lost comes out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll find a way, Rose. Yeah. We'll find a way. Um, you want to cover the Steve Rogers thing? Uh, I don't know much about it because I really just read the tagline. That, well, I read the tagline that uh, Chris Evans um, kind of made a hint-hint at Captain America becoming Nomad, right? In Civil War, but then one of the Russo brothers, I can't remember which one. I should feel bad. One, just say the Russo brothers. The Russo it, brothers. It covers both of them. Yeah, the Russo brothers came out and said, 
Nomad is not in the movie, but the character is like, what's the word? The character's in the movie. He just, I, I'm sure that they said that the he's Steve Rogers captures the Nomad's essence. There you go. But like, he's never actually called Nomad. Yeah, which yeah. makes sense. No yes. one's gonna be like, why is he going by Nomad now? Yeah. The only person I think is gonna get a name change, if at all, is Hawkeye yeah. to Ronan. That's gonna be really weird. It'll be super weird, dude. Be like, Hopefully they don't, and they just, like, Ronin costume and call it good. Yeah, I agree. Like, just don't call him Hawkeye. Just call him, like, Clint or yeah. Bar- Barton. One Although, two. yeah, well, I mean, yeah. I don't know. Is it weird, though? Like, this is, like, kind of going off topic. Uh, in the first Avengers, uh, Natasha's the only one that really refers to him as Hawkeye. I think nobody else, either everyone else refers to him as Clint or Barton or Agent Barton. Yeah, I don't but think I think that's just because ever, everyone just kind of knows, or they don't really have a tight relationship with him. She knows his code names and everything. Yeah, that's true. I don't think he's called that at all. And is he called that all in the second one? I don't think he's ever called Hawkeye. Shit, Rose. Now I have to watch it. <laughs> Both of them. Oh wait, yeah, no, he is. Um, when uh he's talking to his wife. And he's like, wait, Nat and Banner? And she's like, I'll explain it to you when you're older, Hawkeye. Ha. Yeah, okay. That's cool. Um, so maybe it's just kind of like a pet name thing? Not really his... Because he's super close with Natasha. Yeah. And he's super close to his wife, well, yeah, obviously. Yeah. So maybe kids it... call her Aunt Nat. Yeah, so... I'm willing to bet that it's just kind of a pet name. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with. Yeah, I'm cool with yeah. it too. It fits. It'll be cool if that's the case, and then they every all the other Avengers just start calling him Hawkeye. That's true. Just because he's building a relationship. Yeah. That will last the test of time. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um. So moving on from that. There was a behind-the-scenes photo of Infinity War, and it shows Iron Man in... It just kind of looks like a jacket. Yeah, was it the same jacket that, uh, like, in the trailer, like, when it's him in the front, and then it's Banner, Wong, and Doctor Strange in the back? Is it that same jacket? It it looked like it could have been. I'm not sure. Okay. Just wondering. It could have been. Oh, yeah, I've only seen like the, I've only looked at the board once. Yeah, um, I've looked at it a couple of times. I was just they like I looked at close ups of the device on their hand, but Ant Man's in it in his uh, in his suit, uh, no helmet, I think. Yeah, I don't think he was wearing a helmet. No. Yeah, and then Captain America in his Avengers good. outfit and hair. Oh yeah, that's true. So, I'm sensing flashback. some. How could it be a flashback? Oh, no, Ant Man was there. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I, I mean, technically a flashback for Iron Man. <laughs> Not really one for Ant Man. Um, but I'm sensing some time travel shit going on. Yeah, you can, yeah, you definitely catch that vibe from the photo. Yeah, I. 
I'm like the weird device on their hand looked like a small arc reactor. It did, but a reactor because it was tied on to Ant Man's suit, or it looked from the photo that it was connected to, uh, like built into Ant Man's suit, and then Iron Man had one wrapped around his hand, and then Captain America had one wrapped around his hand. So what that could mean is up in the freaking air. Yeah. But one thing's for sure, they're going back in time one way or another. Yeah. Maybe it's like Ant-Man and... Well, no. Shit! (laughs) I was going to say maybe it's Ant-Man and Iron Man just back reliving the past or something. But Captain America has the device on his hand too, so that doesn't make the least bit sense. No. Ugh. Makes me question like everything. This is really gonna annoy you, isn't it? This is gonna bug me, dude. <laughs> like hardcore. Um He's gonna text me at like two o'clock in the morning and be Rose, I think I got it. Um, what do you think the dots are for on their suit? Those had like little dots. So I, mean, I didn't even see those. What? Are you shitting me? They're like the most noticeable thing. Really? Okay. Well, I only saw the photo once. Pull it apparently. up on your phone right now. Yes, sir. <laughs> Supreme Leader. Damn right. But I I don't... Obviously, I don't know enough about cinematography, or at least advanced cin- cinematography, to know what those mean. But I'm pretty sure those are tracking dots. Well, lucky for you, I do. So I'm just Bullshit, then you tell me what they're kidding. for. I'm just kidding. I'm sh- pretty sure that those are like tracking dots. Tracking something to ha- add an effect to them. What effect that could be, I have no idea. I mean, maybe it's kind of a device thing to bring them... I don't know. This, There are so many answers to this, it's not even funny. <laughs> yeah. Um... You see it yet? No. What should I even type into Google for... Infinity War behind the scenes picture, probably? That's what I typed in. Well, go to images. Fool. Well, that's, usually if that's you where go you're going news, wrong. No, if you go to news, it's usually easier to find it. Uh, I disagree. Well, at least for me, it is. Yeah, they're not showing us the first page. It looks like. Um. Oh, so I can see that, um Robert Downey Jr.'s jacket. It does not look like the same jacket. Okay. No. His the jacket that he was wearing is more blue or blueish. Um so I don't think that's the same jacket. Got it. Which is lame. That is lame. Anyway. I'll show you the legit picture later. Um so I'm sensing time travel. Yeah, I can see it. And pretty sure that's Doctor Strange is doing. Um, speaking of time travel, we're also going to be introduced to the multiverse concept. That was first introduced to us from Doctor Strange and Ant-Man. So, that opens a world of possibilities for yeah. the MCU. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see where they go after Infinity War Part 2. Yeah. 
I'm willing to bet that they're going to be more like free range with their movies and not so like bit like linear. Yeah. And they're just going to say like maybe do an opening like in this universe or something like that. And then maybe when they want to do a team up, it's they kind of gather together from different universes. Yeah. That'd be really cool. I mean, I feel the sky's the limit now for Marvel, considering they took a huge gamble on Guardians of the Galaxy, and that paid off tremendously. Yeah, it did. I mean, Dale. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen much Guardians in the news. No, no. Um, the last thing I saw was James Gunn confirming Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 for 2020. Yeah. I did see, though, a funny thing. Uh, do you follow James Gunn on Facebook? I don't. Okay, he posted this funny thing. Uh, if he had, like, story... Uh, he was, like, talking about how his cat likes to lay on when he's storyboarding. And he had, I think, like, probably, like, 12 or 16 just, uh, um, like, flashcards just laid out with drawings over it. And he just said, you know, like, this is my process. And he said, before you guys go squinting and destroying your eyes, no, this is, has nothing to do with Volume 3. This is from Volume 2. <laughs> and I thought that was really funny. Everyone being like, read it! Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, so I believe that covers everything from Through the Wall. Yeah. Unless you have anything to add about what you think about the multiverse. Nope. No? No. Sorry. Way to elaborate, You do Rose. more research than me. Yeah, I, because I actually care about I, this I podcast. do, too, but, like... I'll then do your be, homework. I'll usually <laughs> just be, like, scrolling through Facebook because I'm subscribed to all of these pages, and I'm like, oh, sweet! And if I want to read more into it, I'll read more into it. Well, you should do that more. Because <laughs> well, I, I picked all of these. Okay, well, you tried working a 40-hour job and going to school at the same time. Yeah, that's what I thought. I'll screw you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Alright, so that being said, we're going to jump ahead to our main event of the evening, which is also going to be our Dreamcast. Well, Caleb's Dreamcast. My Dreamcast. And we're just shit. we're gonna work on this story together. Oh boy. As bros. As the All Bros. This will be our first not official story. Okay, and I promise I will never do that again. Yep. Okay. <laughs> that was my horrible Mickey Mouse impression. Yeah, don't don't ever do that again. Okay, fine. Alright. So, my thoughts for Fantastic Four. I don't have any cast, but I really want Josh, John Krasinski. I can't say his name for no, some No, I think reason. you got it right. Yeah, John Krasinski... As Mr. Fantastic. I absolutely agree. Cause... And I want the Fantastic Four built around him. Yes. <laughs> but. Because that fan photo was amazing. Yes. It was like a mix of Captain America and the uh, 2005 Fantastic Four costume. Yep. Which was bitching. So. Here's what I'm thinking. And correct or feel free to fix anything that I say. Okay. With pleasure. <laughs> so, the Fantastic Four, how to explain their absence from the MCU so far. Okay. Because I'm pretty sure people know about, if they're going to do this, they have to, you have to assume that Reed Richards has a big, of, big enough name, and he's just, like, gone missing or something. 
Yeah. Or he's been gone. But you also have to explain a huge absence. Like, why wasn't he in this? Why wasn't he in that? So what I'm thinking is that Reed Richards and Susan Storm and all of them are from the past. Like, the, like I want to say, I don't want to say, I want to say 80s. Okay. They go missing. This That's before Captain Marvel. That's before, that's going back far. So I want to say they're in the 80s and they gets or uh, Doctor Doom and the Fantastic Four are all working on this big project. I am going to assume that Johnny's not and that he's just kind of in the vicinity because Sue is there and he, he she feels that she needs that he she needs to watch over him. Yeah, that makes sense. And ben Grimm has always been the muscle for Reed Richards, so I'm assuming that he's just kind of there to do the heavy lifting. Yeah. So, what I'm assuming it, or what I feel would work to kind of differentiate themselves from the Fantastic Four 2005 and the Fan Four Stick is that they're trying to build a portal to another dimension. Not like a device that they jump into to go to a different dimension. Okay. An actual portal. Okay. So, and I want them to build the portal. Doctor Doom gets his calculations wrong and everything. And I want the machine to blow up. Sending them to the alternate dimension or other world. Okay. And then they all just kind of disappear off the face of the planet. So, um, do the, wait, what are you saying? Do the, do, um, do Johnny and Sue already know, um, uh, Richard and Ben? Reed, sorry, not Richard, I'm sorry. Reed and Ben. I don't know, because the way that you're explaining it, it seems like they already know each other. Reed and Ben know each other. Okay. Childhood friends. Oh yeah, of course. But we're not going to go into, like, a big old story about their their friendship yeah, not, again. Yeah, let's not pull, uh, uh, let's, let's um, not do that again. But I just want, barely needing Johnny and Sue. I want Johnny to be kind of the odd man out in this. Okay. I want Reed and Ben to know Sue, but Reed and Ben are just meeting Johnny. I like that. That'd be cool. Right? Yeah. Well, what about uh, Victor? Victor knows Reed and Sue personally, doesn't really know Ben, and knows nothing about Johnny. Okay. Um, where's he going with that? So that's kind of the relationship that I want them to have. Um, I'm trying to think of a situation where... Oh, I got it. I want Johnny to have gotten into some legal problems where Sue had to go bail him out and that she was just like, I'm running late for this thing, and then brings him to uh, the lab. Yeah, okay. So, and it's then kinda he's like just going to Kind of like what the dad did in the remake, but not a little bit. 
kind of in that Johnny was kind of part of the process that, that's true. and Sue was a, ma- a big part and, like everyone was just kind of a big part they all kind of knew each other the only, I felt like the odd man out was Ben yeah that, like he had no real good reason to be there yeah other than Reed being like let's go to a different world which if you ever came to me and was like let's go to a different world let's do this highly like this test thing and then we're gonna go to this awesome new planet I'd be like F you yeah oh hell no (laughs) yeah so that's what I'm thinking and then I want them to get sucked to a world where either time moves by slower or where time stops for them completely okay which one do you like better um I'd probably say the first one where it slows down yeah that's fair then you can just kind of show their age or something I mean John I think John Krasinski can pull off being younger than he is Oh, yeah. And I think everyone else, like, there's a, a lot of people that can. So I'm, I'm, I want them to be gone for 30 years, but only feel like five years has passed. Okay. Maybe. Like, do you think that's enough time for them to become accustomed to their powers, or do you think they need longer? No, I think that I'd say that's long enough. Five years? Okay. So they're gone for what they feel is five years, but to the world it's been like 30. Yeah. So kind of, kind of a Captain America situation, but I want Reed to be smart enough to just know where science was going. <laughs> okay. Um, so what I'm thinking is with their suits... I don't want their suits to be this special earth fabric that mutates with them, like how it was in the 2005 Fantastic Four, and I don't want their suits to be super lame like they were in Fan Four Stick, where it's just kind of a black jumpsuit. Not even a jumpsuit, it's just like black clothes. Yeah. So I want theirs... They have to at least have the four on it. It's nothing without the four. Yeah, so that's where I'm going to get to later. Okay. Um, so, I don't know. I don't want it to be some... I, I'm feeling like a special earth fabric or an alien fabric. Um, bringing up the costumes. Um, uh, I think they've shown it in movie theaters where it's like, it's like these people traveling in space... And uh, this guy's like, oh my gosh, have you like seen my car keys or something like that? And it's like, uh, when you're in outer space, you don't lose your keys. And when you're at the movie theater, you silence your phone. It's like a commercial for Geico. Have you seen that? No. Dang it. Because uh, the captain's wearing a black uniform, and then the two assistants are wearing blue. Blue, like, kind of like slash black uniforms. I feel they would be per- they'd be like the perfect Fantastic Four costumes. Just mm-hmm. slap a four right on the right uh, pictorial muscle, bam, cut, print. So, hmm. Let me see if I can find a picture. Yeah, if you, want. you do Just that. keep talking. Um, so, I think 
I don't like the whole earth fabric thing that mutates with them. Just because that, how realistic does that sound? Yeah, it doesn't sound realistic. So I think that whatever alien, I want them to find or get an alien fabric that kind of adapts to their abilities. Okay. So not really like a symbiote kind of thing. It's just a fabric that whatever alien species they come into contact with, they it adapts to their ability to just like his stretching or turn visible. Like it's just kind of bonds to them. Which I think makes a lot more sense than a friggin' cotton that I gets to the ability to stretch like super far. Um so the struggle that I the main struggle was how they got their powers. Because yeah, they kind of, I liked what they did with Fan Four Stick, where Mr. Fantastic was tr- grabbing onto Victor, and then it was just kind of pulling on his arm. Yeah, and that then, was cool. So I was thinking of doing the same thing. When the machine explodes, I want wind to come out and like just bust up the lab. I want them to be in the lab when this portal explodes. Okay. Or I want them to be protected. Unlike how Sue was, where she's just kind of there. So I want them to be behind some special shit. So what I was thinking is that when it blows the lab up and like blows glass everywhere and explodes, I want Mr. Fantastic to be trying to hold on to like a pole and it blowing him back and then him just like disappearing. And then with Johnny, I want him to get pinned against a wall next to some explosive containers. And then I want them to explode right as he's disappearing. Okay. And then with Ben, I want him to be in kind of a different part of the lab, kind of in the back moving shit. And I want the wall to cave in and then, like, surround him with rock. Or, like, kind of look like the rock's going to crush him. Okay. And then it kind of like, then he disappears. Sue. Yeah, that's like a really hard one. Is it? Or, or, or Ben? You, no, Sue. Like, yeah, Sue. I don't know how you figured this out. Yeah, so I, I feel she would be, I think, realistically, Sue would be in a different part of the lab than the other guys. I Makes think sense. Reed, Johnny... Johnny would be stuck in wherever Sue left him. Yeah. Victor Victor would be with Reed doing his thing. And then Ben would be somewhere in the background. So that's where where I'm thinking that. So I think she's in a different part of the lab. And she's behind some special glass. Mm -hmm. Like a obvious transparent glass. Or uh, some glass fiber or whatnot, and then it's like the radiation is kind of pouring through the glass and making her invisible, and then it could—I don't know. It's, it's very hard to do. I know. She, like, how do you woman. explain that someone has the ability to make force fields and turn invisible? 
Like, I think invisibility is easier to pull off than, a, like, I can call invisibility all freaking day. Yeah. I can't get force field. <laughs> so maybe, maybe it's a power that she, maybe it's just the invisibility that she has. And then maybe the aliens teach her to project her invisibility outward and turn it into a force field and to make the field like more solid what do you yeah. think no yeah that could work just, like it'd be interesting just so to, hard see to see her... just to show how like she naturally gets them like show like a hint of how she gets them yeah um so those are the costumes I was I dig it. Right? Those look like the 2005 ones, though. But a like little... Like, a lot. Yeah, but, like, a little different. A little different. I don't know. Like, I like it. Yeah. I, I could see it. Um, so. I'm trying to think, because it... it <sighs> kind of what's common to I Actually, I think I figured it out. What if she just has the ability to turn invisible, and then she learns that she can project it outward... And, like, make it a more solid surface. Okay. So, like, something we never see. Like, with uh, 2005 and Fan 4 Stick, you just kind of see her go like that and then... Or just kind of push her hands out, and then there's, like, a force field around her. What I think would be interesting, if she was blocking different stuff or if she was doing a full body if she could turn invisible and then it just kind of like she became visible again so if she was just doing a field from her hand her like her arm turns invisible and then it just kind of like spreads for kind of going out of her hand cool yeah yeah i can see him doing that noise um yeah and then victor was also a hard one yeah, that's, that's understandable. I'm, I want to think, because he has the abilities of lightning, I believe, but he also knows yeah. magic and stuff. So I think they could show that he... I think a, like a origin of Victor would be way more interesting than the Fantastic Four at the beginning. That would be. Because I know Doctor Doom is knowledgeable in magic. Yeah. Not as well as, like, Doctor Strange or anything, but he knows magic, and he's just, like, super smart, so maybe they show him with, like, the Ancient One, or Mordo, learning magic, and just, like, basic stuff, and then some, like, or then he, like, realizes, oh my gosh, there are other worlds out there, and then he just kind of gets they see that he's trying to open portals to different worlds and then they kind of just shut him out and so he's like I'm going to go to the smartest person I know to figure this shit out and then he goes to read yeah I like it so he still has that stuff but I'm trying to figure out I would just be interested to see if Marvel actually decided to do that because I feel they're like okay I know like we've never actually seen the Fantastic Four portrayed as good so maybe we don't want to start off with that and actually show that we actually understand the characters. 
don't want to show that they know the characters or no like like you're saying that you want the beginning of their Fantastic Four to show the background a little bit of Victor Von Doom right right okay well I, all I'm just saying is that I feel Marvel might be a little scared to do that because of how I didn't hate them but like how the Marvel's first family is basically been treated like shit right for every portrayal they're just afraid that they're gonna be like, okay, you're starting out with Doctor Doom instead of the Fantastic Four. I paid for a Fantastic Four movie. I want to see Fantastic Four actually good. What the hell, Marvel? My bad, I did not mean to dream. I don't know. Maybe that's just that's me. fair. But in this, in my this story that I made up, Doctor Doom isn't the villain. Oh, he's not. No. Silver Surfer. No. I'm kidding. So, because I in this they're just discovering their powers. Okay, see, I like that. So I'm not going to say that they're... I'd, lo- I'd love a whole movie like that. What, where they're just discovering yeah. their powers? Yeah. Trying to... Yeah. So I, I put them up against someone or a, a villain that's not almighty, like, Galactus. Can we even consider that that was Galactus? In 2005? Yeah, in the Silver Surfer. Technically, because you kind of see the shape of his head in the smoke and fire. I'm just I'm calling bullshit too. (laughs) So I'm not going to put him up against someone all high and mighty like Galactus. Okay. I want them to fight a a lesser, someone that's going to be rough for them, being new to their abilities. But that's not going to just completely wipe the floor with them. Where it's go- it's like unrealistic that they beat them. So kind of like the Avengers with Loki. Yeah, okay. kind of like the Avengers with Loki. Okay. Um, I think that was just a little bit too like too much, but they all were all established with their abilities. Yeah, that's true. Right. So and they had a god on their team. So. Yeah. So, I'm so this movie. I'm thinking it starts with them getting sent to the mysterious planet, ends with them finding their way home. Okay. And then they kind of just shoot out in the middle of whatever situation the MCU's in at the time. So. That'd be like really cool if they just like shoot out until like the final battle between Thanos. What the hell is going on? <laughs> like, oh shit. <laughs> um So, here's a question. What, do you feel like Doctor Doom would be a wasted character if they did the intro of him like do, doing like an origin of Doctor Doom and him learning magic and everything and then him just kind of disappearing for the rest of the movie? A little bit, and I only say that because I feel you want the Fantastic Four more established in the MCU to do that. That's just me, though. I love the idea. Yeah, but that's just me. Maybe... Maybe they're not facing Doctor Doom directly, but he's kind of the mastermind behind the attack. Okay, I could see that. Maybe. Yeah, he's um, he's like the Geppetto 
to whoever's... He's like the Thanos him. of this little okay. situation. Gotcha. Where he's just kind of in the, on the sidelines, and you know that he's there, but like kind of how, you, how it was with Avengers. You knew Thanos was controlling everything. Yeah. But you never saw him very often. Yeah. So I maybe... Saw his head turn in the Avengers. Yeah, so what I'm thinking is because he also has like a lightning power kind of thing, or his face gets really jacked up. As graphic as this would be, maybe an electrical wire coming loose and just like coming That'd and swiping his awesome. face. I don't care that that would be graphic. That would be awesome. Just see yeah, that. could you imagine you're just like, oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Or you're just like, okay, what's Doctor Doom going to get? Just like a, his face is going to melt again. It's like no, just wires and electric just across his face. Damn, Marvel! <laughs> Shit. Um. Yeah, so that's what I was thinking for Doctor Doom having an electrical wire just come and jack up his face. I like it. And then him disappearing after the. Maybe have, like, the spark still on his face, and then get shot back. That'd be... Uh, I can just imagine that shot right now. But I'm, like, imagining, like, the original Doctor Doom actor. Yeah. Not... Uh, what, what I forget his name. That played Doctor Doom in uh, Van Forster. The kid? Toby Kebbell? Yeah. I think so. I I don't, think I don't, he wasn't a problem with the movie. I think he was a good actor. I mean, he's, Dude, his Doctor Doom just, yeah, eh, was but, just yeah. But he's coming out and even said, yeah, this movie was shit. <laughs> yeah, like I think he said if they were to ever, if they were gonna do a sequel that he would not return as Doctor Doom. Yeah, I would. So I would like to see his Doctor Doom mask be made be more of a. I wanted to like, uh, you know the the Man in the Iron Mask movie. No, I've never seen it. With Leonardo DiCaprio. No. What? Sorry, yeah, no, I've never seen it. Okay, well, it's this dude who has like this Iron Mask put over his head, so no one knows what he looks like. Interesting. And I, like, what if he were to do put have or the aliens were to just like be disgusted by his face. And then give him an iron mask to kind so, of cover his face. Okay. And then he just, it's kind of like a prisoner thing until... So, but do, like, do you want them to keep, like, the... Kind of like the design that they had in the first Fantastic Four where it was, like, big, like really true to the comics? Do you want them to keep that kind? I do. Okay, me too. Because I love that mask. Yeah. I want his I want his like bodysuit to be not like super comic accurate okay. but not like the 2005 one. I like want he it to looked be like a big, big tr- pile of shit. Yeah. <laughs> like I want him to have the green hood and everything and like the like the outfit and everything but not like the big old buttons. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Well, I appreciated so, that that like they they took the comic book version, but like kind of brought it in. They updated it a little bit. Yeah. It translated well, in my opinion. I want just uh, like a. I want 
him to have the the green cape. I want him to have the green stuff. Okay. The green outfit, but I feel his like the cape and the hood, but I want his costume to be more like a spacesuit with like metal arms and okay. suits and stuff. That's fair. Maybe. So more, yeah. So more like a protective body armor suit, and then the the green okay. stuff. Like have the green chest, and have like metallic arms with like hints of green in there, just to accent it a little bit, and then like completely metal boots. Maybe that stick out a little bit, just so they actually look like boots. Okay. And then green, like, pants. Kind of going up. And then he has, like, a belt. And... What do you think? No, I'm, I'm you think that'll look goofy? Uh, it depends on the shade of green that you're shooting for. Like, are you talking, like, as dark as it was in the first movie? Is that the kind of green you're shooting for? Yeah, like a dark, okay. darker green. Not like bright, like, yeah, please look no. at me green. Yeah, please no. But no, okay, I can Maybe see Maybe a little darker than Loki's green. Okay, alright. I like that. Like, it's just dark enough where you can tell it's still green, but in certain light it could look darker. Okay. I like it. Yeah. And then... I think they need to bring back the mask from 2005. Yes, I agree. That mask needs to come back, but it needs to be built out of something else, not just metal. Because I feel like the only thing that made Doctor Doom look like, if anything, like, look at, like Doctor Doom at all was the green cape. Yeah. That was it. Or in that, he, you, you would think, if he didn't have that, you'd think he was like a Terminator or something. Yeah. Um. So yeah, what I so here's how I'm thinking that they get the name. So I'm thinking oh, you don't that want it to be like the end of Fan Four Stick. No, it, nothing like Fan Four Come Stick. On. I don't want the name reveal until they're back. Okay, that's it. Until they're back on Earth, I want them to have. So. You're making me jump, dude. I'm trying sorry. so hard not to jump. I'm like, I'm sorry. Ah! I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so here's how I'm thinking that they get their name. They get sent to this alternate world. They find an alien civilization, and they like start discovering that they have powers. Like maybe Mr. Fantastic goes to reach out his hands to like shake, and then his arm just kind of droops down, and he's like, "What the hell?" And I want him to, because Mr. Fantastic's my favorite member of the Fantastic Four, like, ever since I was a kid, so I just really hope that they they can do him justice so much. Yeah. I haven't hated any of the actors, though, that portrayed him, just, you know, the stories. Yeah, no, me either. But I want him to, like, reach out his hand and, like, have his fingers start, like, drooping or just something where he's, like, kind of pulls in and he's like, what the hell, and starts... Okay doing something like that um I want 
Johnny to accidentally discover his powers where he's like talking or where he's like really cold or something and he's like like I just need like fire or something and then they're just kind of like looking at him he's like you know like like a flame and then he like his arm just like goes on fire and he's like cool. ah! and like freaks out that'd be cool or something does, like uh, that in the first one isn't it Chris Evans is like snowboarding and all of a sudden he, he yeah, and then he just kind of, like, gets on fire while he's going down. Like, it's just kind of like, oh, he's just suddenly on fire. It's a funny scene because the lady's like, you're on fire. Thanks, you're pretty good, too. <laughs> yeah. I did not not like Chris Evans' portrayal of the Human Torch. I liked it. I, I thought he I did a really good job. He was, I think he was the be- one of the best from yeah. that movie. I agree. Him and, him and Lone Griffin as Mr. Fantastic were my two favorites. Yeah. I want to say that's how you say his name. So I think that's something that he could do, being like, I, I need, like, fire, I need a flame, or just talking about stuff yeah. to keep him warm, and then he just, maybe not entirely, like, full body, do but he's, like... Do you want to be, like, you know, like, like how he's just, just like, fire, fire, and snaps, and then, like, it comes on, or just, like, naturally, just, like, when he, like, just opens his hands? <sighs> maybe not talking about flame. Maybe I want him, to, or he could start like trying to light a fire, and then he does. But whatever he's trying to light is like super flammable, and it just kind of envelops him. And then he like freaks out and like falls down, and he like looks around. And he's like patting himself down, and he's like realizes he's not burnt. Okay. And then he's like find out that he's able to like manipulate fire, like grab it, yeah, and stuff like that. And then, I, I really want to incorporate him saying flame on. I do too. Because it's just so classic. Yeah. It's as classic <sighs> as the thing saying it's clobbering time. If not more, I've... I've and I don't want it on. to be something... I don't want him saying it's clobbering time, something that refers back to his childhood when he's getting abused by his older brother. Yeah. I mean, that was just bullshit. <laughs> The thing, though, in the first one where Chris Evans buys the thing doll and says it's clobbering time, that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Um, so maybe... Maybe he's, like, able to... Like, grab fire, the Human Torch, and then, like, spread it over his body. Like, maybe that's how he finds out that he can completely envelop himself in flame, where he grabs fire and then he tries to put it from one hand to another and then this hand's still on fire and then he's like both of his hands and then he's like patting and then it's just kind of his arms are on and then he realizes it's not hurting him and then he just kind of like down and then he's like completely on fire and he like walks over to like sue and he's like look (laughs) that'd be so cool and then he maybe it could just be a motion where he's uh where he can do flame on, flame off. Because that's kind of how Chris Evans was. I mean, he says flame on and go on. Yeah. Or no, he doesn't even do that all the time. No. Remember when he was getting tracked by the heat-seeking missile? That's he, like, true. flew up, turned it off, and then avoided it. That's and then true. he was, like, turned it back on and flew off. Yeah, yeah. So maybe it's just flame on something that he says when he's hyped, I don't know, maybe. Um, 
I want him to say flame on. I know. But I don't know how to make it seem like a natural thing. Yeah, I don't either. <sighs> like, I, I want him to be able to figure out that he can pick up fire, manipulate it, and then, like, turn it off yeah. by doing a certain motion or, like, a certain feeling. And then he's able to, like, kick it on and, then like, figure out that he's able to kick it on and off. I think Marvel can find a way to do it because they made Hulk smash sound natural in the Incredible Hulk. Did they? Yeah, but that's kind of like Hulk's thing. That's true. <laughs> Fair enough, you got a good point there. So maybe it's just like a, a saying that he has. Like he's just... Where it's kind of like a like a cowbunga thing where he's just like, flame on. And then... And then he, like, maybe he just says it, and then he kicks it on. Not, like, he says it to kick it on. Yeah, I feel if you don't have, if, it's not an Ninja Turtle movie unless Michelangelo says Calabundi at least once. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, Sue Storm, I already said that she had, like, her arm will be invisible, and then it can, like, exit her hand or her body and can, like, she can project it outward. Yep. Instead of it just being, like, force field. <laughs> I'd like to see it come from somewhere where maybe she's not always able to get it out in time. But it'd also be cool to see her uh, use it, her force fields to fly around, like, project it out of her feet and then create a platform that she can use to kind of, like, stand on. That would be really cool. Yeah. Um, Mr. Fantastic should he be able to manipulate his body like in the 2005 version um, like be able to stretch his body out I, I, don't, I don't know like, I mean uh, I don't know if the MCU wants to go that route but I, mean, I could see it I mean, just don't do the goofy thing to where, like, he's on the dance floor and he's so... Yeah, that, don't ever do that again. <laughs> yeah, that was stupid. But, like, what he did with Doctor Doom in the first one, where yeah, he, see, like, stretched his body out like a blanket... That can work. So, you think he should be able to do that? I think so. And it's not just his arms, like, in Fan 4 Stick? Yeah, because that scene was awesome where he's like, Johnny Flame, I thought that was bad. Now! <laughs> Or wait, no, sorry. Johnny Supernova, that's what it was. Yep, Supernova. So, I think he, yeah, I think they should go back to this kind of style that, of stretching that he had in 2005. Yeah. But, I want him to struggle to keep his body form. Yes, I agree. At, at least at first. I want him to, like, just, like, slowly start drooping more and more and yeah. more, and then maybe know. some alien deal kind of helps him focus to kind of tighten his body up and learn to manipulate his form. I want to see this. Yeah, I do too, dude. I'm like, make this happen. (laughs) (laughs) No, because I've never, you've never seen Mr. Fantastic struggle on the big screen, so I'd love to see that so much. Yeah. Like, maybe focus with his feelings and not his mind. And maybe that's how he learns to build his relationship with Sue. 
Because maybe they just have like a flirting kind of relationship before, and then he learns to build his relationship off of trying to control his powers. That could work. Ooh. <laughs> Bam. Um. The thing. He's hard. I know, dude. <laughs> He's like super hard. <laughs> like, I liked. I didn't like how big he was in Fan Four Stick. I didn't. Either. And I didn't like how small he was in. The fan or in two thousand five. But I want I, happy medium. Yeah, I want him. So I want 2005 Ben Graham stretched out. Okay. Smaller than Hulk. Wait, so you didn't like the, de- so you, you didn't like the design of how he looked in Fan Four Stick? Because I did. I liked the design. I just didn't like the height. Yeah, I didn't like how big he was. Yeah. But I, I want the him. Design. I want him Hulk sized. Yeah. Maybe I not agree. so bulky as Hulk, because Hulk's just... Actually, I like how, like, he... Now that I think about it, Hulk was just bulky because of how he was always positioned. He was more like a gorilla in Avengers and Age of Ultron. That's true. In Thor Ragnarok, he was more upright and, like, chiseled. Yeah. So I think he should be a little smaller than Hulk. I think, isn't he usually? Typically, yeah. yeah. So I want him a little smaller than Hulk. Okay. With, like, the Michael Chiklis look about him. Okay. Like, I want him to be able to make facial expressions and stuff and, like, talk and so do you want all like, that stuff. Do you want prosthetics or do you want, like, CGI, like how they did in the fan stick? I want a happy medium of both. Okay. I want it... So, motion capture, then. Is that your happy medium? Yeah. Okay. Motion... Mo-cap. Yeah, <laughs> I want them to do what they did with Hulk to the thing. I agree. Like, he needs to... I, you should still be able to feel whoever they cast as the thing. Yeah. You should still be able to see their face. Budge is rocky. Maybe more like a... Uh, like Korg. Yeah. They just need a orange cork. Yeah. Because yeah, I don't know. I I really liked how the thing looked in Fan Stick, just not the height. I feel like I would just take that design and, and him being naked. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like the the how the thing looked in the original Fantastic Four is kind of like diminished for me. I'm like it doesn't really still look that good. Yeah. Even though the prosthetics I'm, were amazing. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. They were really good. Um, also with the thing, I I want him to start off being Commando. Okay. But I want Johnny to be like, you're disgusting, put some pants on at least. Yeah. And then have him put, like have the uh, aliens build him some, make him some shorts. Okay. I like it. Um... I've seen uh, the thing in more, like, overall-type clothes. I don't care for that. Yeah, I don't either. I don't like that. Yeah, so I, I just just keep it classic with the belt. Yeah. Like, belt shorts that go to his knees. Yeah. Maybe longer ones. Um, I don't know what I want to see with 
the thing. Um, that would be so. I'm trying to think of how they get their names. Maybe Johnny could just come up with his own Human Torch. Yeah, I can see Johnny coming up with that. Um, and I think he he, he fantastic. He I think he would come up with Invisible Woman for Sue. Yeah, because it's so simple. Um, I think the aliens should call the call Ben the thing. Okay. Or he they should. Cause, do they they do that a lot where they're like that thing I I just want them to call him Ben okay I don't want them to call him the thing okay is would that be like no I don't think so I think that could work okay and then Reed Mr. Fantastic I don't know I feel like a lot of heroes aren't actually called by their actual names they're mostly called by their real names the only ones that, like, I'm trying to think of ones that aren't, like, Vision, but that's his name. Yeah. It just uh, seems more War natural, machine. like, because, like, they call him War machine. Like a world thing. Yeah. So, it just feels more natural to call him by their actual name. So, I think Johnny and Sue should just be, I think Johnny should be the only one that's called Human Torch. Okay. And then the rest just go by Reed, Sue, and Ben? Yeah. I like it. Yeah? Yeah. Sweet. So this is what I'm thinking that they, how they get their name. How they finally get their name. I want them to help this alien civilization. I'm not picky about what race of alien. I mean, it could be Cree, it could be anything. Plot twist, it's Porgs. Porgs? <laughs> <laughs> um, I want them to be kind of a, a, um, trying to think of the word not lesser people a a newer society I want them to be building themselves up okay. from like nothing like a newer society kind of like maybe like maybe medieval level like medieval times level like our equivalent okay um so I want that them to be kind of that level where they're able to build clothes and stuff, but it's like alien clothing. I want their suits to be more like a combo combo between Fan Four Stick and the two thousand five costumes. Okay. Where it seems more like built tough, but like still skin tight. Not skin tight, but you know what I mean. Yeah. More like a stretchy suit. Um, and I want the aliens to build it for them. And then have it be, like, blue with... Maybe highlights of white. Because we've seen... With, uh, 2005, because that would differentiate them. Yeah, Because we've seen the, the white, like, blue with white, or with black. Like, black gloves, black boots. Yeah. But we've, we haven't seen white. Unless you count the 1997 version of the Fantastic Four that was never released. No, let's not count that. But I, I, I like the look of that 
not that bright of blue, but a dark blue with white highlights. Yeah, Maybe like that. lines on the sleeves. Yeah, I can see that. And stuff, just white highlights, not something huge. Um, and the four. Maybe. I don't want the aliens to give them. I want the aliens to put their what their equivalent of four is on their suit and then the Fantastic Four just never know what it means until they come back. I like that. And then until they're back on Earth and then they're like oh like and then they know oh this is this means four or this is the symbol of four for the, these people. I really want to know how you're coming out up coming up with Fantastic though. So that's where so the the uh so the, they help or the aliens kind of help them learn to control their powers like what their powers can do and all that stuff mm-hmm. help build their their suit and i think that the aliens should like when they are since the fantastic 4 i think will be the protectors i think the scrolls and you know the scrolls, the green people that tra- the shapeshifters. I think the scrolls should be attacking, like a small amount of scrolls should attack, like maybe two or three, attack the the town, and then the Fantastic Four go out and kind of save them. Okay. And then the scrolls are like, "We'll be back and fly off." And I think that's when the the aliens should like look to them as heroes and then call them their equivalent to fantastic like the earth equivalent to fantastic and then so the aliens come down they like save them and then they're like you're blah 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 whatever the fantastic four in their alien language is and then they they don't know what that means. How long though until like they figure out like, oh, that means Fantastic Four. Like how long? How long would you give the? You shouldn't dis. I don't want them to figure out that it means Fantastic in the movie. I don't want them to be like, oh, it means Fantastic. Okay. I want them to talk about. I want the aliens to kind of give it away in sorts, kind of describing it because they don't have a word for Fantastic. I want them to be like it means, like trying to like broken English kind of talking like it means like great it means, like they're trying to describe it but they just can't. Okay, I like it. And then. They come down and. Um, oh shit! <laughs> so they come down and then, the uh, the Fantastic Four start teaching them their language mm-hmm. and being like this this and this the, like, these are the, our numbers these are our letters and stuff and then at, I want them to have like a weird suit with like f- funky symbol on it and then at the end of the movie when they're when the army of scrolls come or like when the master scroll comes or whatever I want them to present them with the suits that have the English four on it Okay, I like it. Like a big white four. Okay. Or 
however it looks. I can't draw it on my body right now. <laughs> so have the English for and be like, your are blah blah for. And because they're like learning English. And so they fight the scrolls, they win, and Marvel, feel free to take liberties on how they kick the scrolls' ass. <laughs> But at the end, they should be figuring, or Reed should be trying to figure out a way to create a portal. But he doesn't get all the equipment he needs until they beat the scrolls. And then he kind of raids their ship of their supplies or equipment. Okay. And then he f says, like, I can build us a way home. And he does and he like builds it and everything and then he all of his calculations are correct and then he opens a portal to earth and then through it they're back on earth and then everyone like they're kind of like roaming the streets a little bit and then someone's like who are you and they use the alien version they're like we're the blah 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 four or the these people called us the blah 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 four, yeah. and then they're like, "What the hell does blah blah blah?" Stanley cameo, <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I was like, okay, it can't be just some random person. Stanley, they're like, like who the hell are you guys? And or something along those lines, and they're like, "We're the blah 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 four. and they're like, "What blah 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 mean?" And or he like just butchers it, and he's like, "Well, he." Earth equivalent of that word is fantastic, and then it, then roll credits. Bam! <laughs> so much better than Phantom Four Six. Wait, Ben, what'd you just say? So it's pretty fantastic, guys. I got it. Yeah, that was so freaking dumb. That was so retarded. There's four of us, and I think we should have a name. <laughs> but what I'm thinking with relationship-wise. I think Ben and Mr. Fan or Ben and Reed already have a bond. Okay. They already have that idea. best friend relationship. Good idea. And I think Ben should be a little bitter that he Is that overplayed in the Fantastic Four? Where Ben's just like super bitter about his transformation? I gotta rewatch them now. Maybe not Fan Four Stick. But, but he's bitter about that one too. He's like, I'm a freaking monster. Yeah. But I mean, like, in the first one that really pushes over the top is when his girlfriend is like, stay away from him. Just... That was so sad. It was. It was, it was heartbreaking. But I think he should be a little bit bitter. But I also know that there is a comic book series where he has a ring that controls his transformation where he can go back from being human to oh are you shitting me no joke that's awesome but I don't think it should be a ring I think it should be something else so maybe on his belt like something that wraps around him and then it like sucks in the radiation that could work just watch that'd be pretty bitchin and then he just has to have a belt on him at all times yeah too better huh ooh Hey. 
Maybe the aliens don't give... Maybe the aliens give that to him after the fight. They're like, hey, we were able to find out how to turn you back into what you were. Yeah. And then they show him the belt and he puts it on and then one of the guys, just, or one of the aliens just like pushes it, like the four on it. Yeah. And then it, like, he starts like up. shrinking like, down. Yeah, it has to have the four on it. Yeah, but then he like starts shrinking down and then he's like, what? And then they like push it again and he grows big and he's you could be happy about that. That'd be bitching. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and then I think, sadly, I wish that I could say that they go back to Earth and he's in thing form, but I don't think he should be. He should just be in yeah, the shorts, be, shirtless, yeah. and just kind of like standing there. I agree. Gosh, that sucks, but <laughs> damn for the re- realisticness. Yeah. I think it'd be cool. Um, So I think... Reed and Ben should already have like a bond. Okay. Reed and Sue, I think they need to have a flirtatious relationship where where and then Reed learns to control his powers and then he kind of works on his relationship with Sue and it becomes a romantic thing. Um and then they have a, the end of the thing should or the end of the movie should be them having like a wedding ceremony before they jump through the portal to Earth. Like an alien wedding. That'd yeah. be freaking sweet. That would be sweet. Um, Sue and Johnny, I think he should just be like the troublemaker kind of kid. Yeah, like he always is. Yeah, so I think maybe she's kind of sick and tired of him always getting into trouble and then they just kind of work on their bond as a as brother and sister. Johnny and Ben, I think, should become, like, brothers. Like, a brother relationship. Like, big brother, little brother. And they're just like, stop, you're pissing me off. And Ben and Sue, I think, should already have kind of a relationship where Ben's kind of, like, trying to be the wingman, the guy that brings them together. Yeah. Or Reed and Sue. Okay. And she's kind of like, kind of how it was in 2005. Where he was kind of, he knew her, she liked him and everything, but it wasn't like a romantic thing. Yeah. And I think that's it. And then Sue with Mr. Fantastic should become a more, uh, yeah, that's what I think the relationship should be. Okay. Send it off to Marvel. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Dude, would we freaking kill this movie or what? <laughs> I think we would. But you'd have to take most of the credit because you wrote it. You fixed some of the stuff. Not really. I really have like no fixes because it's that good. But I'm trying to think of how I would end it though. I would. 100% end it with them jumping through the portal and being on Earth and then kind of a saying like, oh, the, these people call us this this is the equivalent of Fantastic. I think that's a great idea. But they never say the Fantastic Four. Yeah. Until an, an upcoming movie. Yeah. Where they're like the Fantastic Four. I, I think that would be a very good ending. Stanley's just saying, oh, well, that means Fantastic here. You know? 
Boom. Directed by. Yeah. <laughs> um. But what I am struggling with is. What was I struggling with? Um. I th I'm I'm not picky about the aliens that they help, okay. that or the alien civilization or everything or anything. Not picky about how the aliens teach them to use their powers. Um, I feel Johnny should be more. He should be able to grab fire, and it just kind of stay on his body. I can agree with that. Maybe if like if he were at like a freaking campfire, he could grab it and like throw it or something like that. We'll see. Like, just learning to use their abilities. Mr. Fantastic, I think, needs to be the one that struggles the most with his power. I agree. Because I feel that's definitely the one that you would struggle with a lot. Yeah. Just, like, learning how your body works now mm -hmm. that... Because he, he, I think he's so used to... This is the way my body works. Yeah. This is... Like, my heart pumps blood into this. My bones and my tendons help me keep my body strong and and everything, and then that just kind of all goes away. Yeah. And I think that should be really hard for him. I agree. Ben, I think he should struggle just because he's like, what if we do get back to Earth? I'm going to be a freaking monster. like, Or, and all that stuff. Sue, I, d I think she should be the foundation for the team. I can agree with that. Maybe not like a leadership role. I think Reed needs to take that leadership role. Well, yeah. And, but Sue needs to be the nurturer of the team. She needs to be the, the heart. Yeah, I can agree with that. Um, what relationship do you think Mr. Fantastic and Johnny should have? Um... I feel like, uh, I don't know. Like, he wants to help Johnny, but at the same time, it's like, well, I know you're here just because Sue's here. If that makes any sense. Where he's kind of like, you shouldn't be in this situation? Yeah. What do you think? You think that would build a rift between them? That's true, it would. Hmm. I'm trying to think of... I think this movie shouldn't be about the end final battle. It's It should be leading up to the final battle, yeah. but it shouldn't be about the final battle. I can agree with that. So, Johnny and Reed are really hard to kind of put together. Because in Fan Forsick, they didn't give a shit about their relationship. They barely even talked to each other. Really. It seemed like Johnny was the one that kind of took him to the club and had him party, like had him try to get him to let loose. Yeah. But Reed isn't the type of person to let. I know. So if one is around two girls and then he can towards his body. Woo. Maybe. 
Maybe John, Johnny and Reed could connect over their love for Sue. Maybe he helps Reed understand Sue. Maybe they just kind of bicker a lot and he just Reed just doesn't get it. And then Johnny kind of is that middleman to kind of be like, dude, this is just how she is. Like, you can't change that. You can't be the way you are. I could see, ooh, I like that. And then he kind of learns, like, oh my gosh, I've been treating my sister like shit. <laughs> yeah. But how I think Doctor Doom should pl- be played in this would be him being blasted into a different region than the rest of the Fantastic Four. Maybe just like in a far off area or he just kind of gets zapped somewhere and then kind of gets drifted away somewhere else and he meets up with the scroll and then maybe he's with maybe the scrolls are keeping him prisoner in that iron mask while and then he's just there when the the three scrolls come back and tell him like hey we were attacked by these four freaks and then he's just like oh I can help you with that and then he becomes what we know as Dr. Doom and then they fight they have this big old fight the scrolls are defeated and then out of one of their ships uh, maybe a doom bot comes out but you don't know it's a doom bot so he comes like a doom bot comes strolling out and then Dr. Doom is or he just starts talking to them. He's just like starts clapping or something, but it's just like metal clanking, just ting, ting, ting. And then maybe he just like hits the wrong nerve with Ben, and then Ben just boom, and it just crushes them. And they're like think that they killed Victor, and then they like come up close, and then like the face pops off, and it shows it's a Doombot. That'd be cool. And then you, it kind of lead. It doesn't like completely take Doctor Doom out of the movie. Yeah. He's just kind of a a side character. Okay. Like for but like would he like have an expanded storyline in the second one? Like, do you want him to become like the main main villain of the second one? <sighs> That's. That's an interesting. That could be a post-credit scene. Okay. Where, the, where so the ending, the complete ending of the movie, is them. On Earth. Do their whole where the Fantastic Four spiel, yeah. that I talked about earlier, and then post-credit scene, could be Doctor Doom coming through the portal. That'd be really cool. And that's like all you see. Or maybe he doesn't know about the portal for a really long time, and then it shows in the like it like does a pan up, and then it shows a, the Avengers Tower with a four on it. Oh snap! <laughs> I like it. And then it can say like X years later or X months or X something. Yeah. Just enough time for them to. 
however long it would take realistically for them to kind of have their whole we're alive again and we're buying this building <laughs> no, dude, I really like that sweet Marvel if you decide to steal this concept we're not going to sue you because we really want to see it happen yeah. but we want what do we want what do we want if they use this write-in credit That's all I got. a write-in credit tickets to the premiere and I got it a replica Hawkeye bow for Rose oh my gosh yeah <laughs> yes and no actually I'd, have a, I'd rather have the replica quiver probably You'd rather have the quiver? Uh, or can I have both? So I can display it. <laughs> okay, a replica bow and quiver for Rose. And I don't know what I want. And a Captain America shield for me! <laughs> oh, nothing Hulk, okay. Dude, I want a shield so freaking bad. That's fair. Like, I'm f super close to going to like the nearest custom metal mart and just ordering them to... Not ordering them. Ordering a... Captain America shield, and then I'll just paint it myself. Yeah. How much would that cost, you know? I don't know, probably a lot. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, so that's our Fantastic Four movie. Yep. Any other? We should do this for other movies, dude. We it's freaking fun. Yeah, I agree. Come up with other movies in the future. Okay. So, until then. Um, I believe that concludes this week's episode of the All Bros Podcast. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I'd say so. Cool. Thankfully, we didn't hit two hours this week. Yeah, oh, <laughs> super glad we didn't do that. <laughs> um, we're at an hour and a half, which isn't that's terrible. Not, yeah, that's not bad. Um, if you liked this episode of the All Bros Podcast, be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Um, I still wish I knew what that was. I know, right? Just assume that we're never going to figure out what Stitcher is. We'll get up on Google right now. Well, don't do that. Then it ruins the mystery of it. Oh, well, fine. Um, and be sure to check out um, any content that we post on YouTube. Um, I promise a hunting video is coming up very soon. Yes, very, very soon. Um, if you liked what we had to say or didn't like what we had to say or have different thoughts on how a Fantastic Four movie should go, be sure to let us know on Facebook or Twitter at The All Bros. Don't make us cry. Actually, they'd make me cry. That's true, yeah, it is your idea. Um, if you make any comments that I don't agree with, be prepared to be attacked virtually over the internet this is my baby <laughs> this is this is my baby now he's breaking out his keyboard ladies and gentlemen <laughs> i'm not a fighter i'm a lover um or you can email us at the all bros channel at gmail.com that is t-h-e-a-l-l-b-r-o-s channel uh you should know how to spell channel it's c-h-a-n-n-e-l 
at gmail.com. Not Chanel. <laughs> Dude, you made me question myself. I'm like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if you have any movie recommendations for us or have anything you want to discuss or want to comment on this week's episode, be sure to let us know on all of those platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and Gmail. And we will be back next week with what do you want to do next week? Uh, I don't know, because like, we both haven't seen a movie that we can talk about. How about we try to go see Greatest Showman this weekend? Yeah. Or before we record next. Yeah. Sweet. Um, so we will be going to see Greatest Showman, more than likely. If not, we'll find some other movie that we will view. I really want to see that, so I hope we can. Yeah. Because after listening to, like, the movie version of This Is Me, I, like, almost started crying. It's a very powerful scene. Damn, son. It's powerful. <laughs> um, so, very yeah. Well done. So, be sure to share with your family, friends, uh, loved ones, hated enemies if you didn't like us. I'm sure they'll like us. So, yeah. Oh, we don't know that. What? Well, if someone hates us, then I'm sure whoever they hate will love us. Or they hate us, too. Whatever, I could use a few more enemies. Why not? <laughs> wow, okay, alright. Um, so yeah, be sure to subscribe, let us know what you thought, and all that fun stuff. So until next week, my name is Caleb Albers. And I'm Jonathan Rose. And this has been the All Bros Podcast. Deuces. Deuces. You can't copy what I say, Rose. Fine. Later. Close enough. Whatever. You didn't even get, like, any, no, like... Oh, just... no! <laughs> yeah. Akbar deserved a lot better. You should have just gone, it's a trap! And then got blown up. Okay, yeah, that would have made it worth it. Yeah, right? Um. That would be great. That would have... Um. So yeah, they got blown up. Leia does some weird force power that sucks her back into the ship. Um, I personally thought she was going to die. Me too, but I feel if she died that way, it would have pissed off a lot of Star Wars fans. Yeah. Um, what do we get after that? So, oh, then uh, Finn tries running away. Yep. Finn wakes up and... Uh, tries to run away. Rose catches him, and then she starts like fangirling out, yeah. being like, "Oh my gosh, I'm meeting the Finn!" And then she realizes he's running away and zaps the shit out of him. He's like, "What did you shock him with? I can't feel my tongue." Teeth. Teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Even worse, dude. I was just like, Ew. "Like, yeah, I bet that felt great." Yeah. Right. Um. Then they meet up with Poe, realize that they're being tracked through light speed. Um, they devise a plan. Yeah. They go to, what's the place? Um, Canto Bite. Yeah, Canto Bite, where they run into DJ, or Gilman. I can't even say Guillermo it. del Toro. Thank you. Um, which... Was it kind of a waste this of whole thing was was bullshit. Yeah, it could have been Finn alone. I would agree. I mean, he was still kind of a funny character. Like, I love the explanation. Like, 
got caught. I <laughs> I made a deal. Yeah. It's in business. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, dude, which makes sense. Yeah. I'm like, okay, sketchy dude doing sketchy shit. Yeah. Like, when he like, said that, I'm like, I'm not surprised that he did that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when did he have time to make that deal? We will never know. Yeah, I know, right? I was, <laughs> just kind of like, we've been with you the entire fetching time. But just like, we will never know if Captain Phasma would actually get her dude. Yeah. She got more, um, she got more time in the Lego game. Yeah. That's sad. Um, <laughs> gosh, dude. So there's a scene with uh, Captain Phasma capturing Rose and Finn and wanting to execute them slowly. Um, Which those execute, like those executioner uh, guns, those were awesome. They were so, pretty like, badass. Springs out. That was badass. Yeah, that was badass. Um, but right before they get executed. Um, they show, oh, is that the next thing? Oh, no, we'll do the whole Ray thing in order later, but this is the whole story with, uh, like, Poe and Finn. Um, so this, after they get captured, um, the, the rebellion starts getting, starts escaping on these small tran transport ships. Yep. Um, that were that Poe realized were getting refueled, and he realized that they were running away, or that Admiral Holdo, Holdo, yeah, Holdo. yes, um, was running away from them to escape to a nearby planet, and he was not cool with that. Why I don't know, but oh no, now I remember it was uh because they weren't shielded or armed. Oh yeah, that's what. It was. And so he was just kind of banking on them not, or Admiral Holo, Holdo was kind of counting on the First Order not tracking for smaller ships, just the big one. Yeah. Um, so I'm guessing that one was kind of out of its way. So maybe that's why, and then they scanned for that, and then they started shooting down. But so General Admiral Holdo, in a last-ditch effort turned the cargo ship around and made a jump for light speed aiming right at the First Order ship. Something we've never seen in the Star Wars movie nope. before, and it was badass. It was. That, that was probably one of the best moments in the movie. Yeah, I was just gonna like, oh shit! And I just love how people were... AMC actually had to put up a sign that said it is supposed to be silent during that moment. Because people were complaining like, where's the sound? And it's like, Okay. Movies yeah, can like, be uh, light speed, yeah. no sound. <laughs> it's like, movies can be silent, you know, just saying. Yeah. But that scene was awesome. But it also blew up where Finn and Rose were. Yep. And then, or Phasma just kind of disappeared and then comes walking, doing an epic walk back with a bunch of stormtroopers. Yeah, right? Where the hell did she go? Yeah, Wasn't she going to sit there and watch Finn get executed? Yeah. That pissed me off. But then I was we just get to see an awesome battle between them, which only lasts, like, what, like... A um, second? Yeah. And then... But you get to see that she's plasma... Or... Uh... Blaster-proof. Yeah. Which was awesome. Yeah. When it bounced off her, I'm just like, oh, shit. It was especially awesome when, actually, like, a little bit of her helmet gets taken off and you actually just see her eye 
That was awesome. That was really cool. Yeah. I want Phasma to have a bigger role in the next one. Please. Will she? Probably not. What? Will she? Probably not. Yeah, probably not. Dude, they made this actress because she's she's a very good actress. Dude, she's amazing. If I was her, I'd be getting pissed at Disney. But what the hell? Her name's like Gwendolyn. Yeah, it's Gwendolyn something. Yeah, she's from Game of Thrones, and I love her in Game of Thrones. Yeah, I've heard she's amazing. She kicks ass, and and in this she just gets the. Sh- sh- she should have a bet a bigger role than freaking Finn. Yeah, <laughs> I feel. I agree. Like she's just badass. Yeah. Like she should be. The way that I view her as a character, she shouldn't be walking in with stormtroopers. She yeah. should be walking in with next to Kylo Ren and General Hux. I agree. Those should be the evil trio, and then Finn, Ray, and Poe should be the good trio. And then it's how it like, is in like the Vanity Fair covers. Yeah. <laughs> and then it should be Hux versus Poe, Ray versus Kylo, and Finn versus Phasma. Yeah, bringing bringing that up, um, did I ever show you like what they did with the Steelbook for the Force Awakens? No. Okay, so on the front it's Kylo Ren, and then on the back it's Phasma. What I think they should have done, no, this is what I think they should have done to make it even better. Have it be like, how about like, because uh, you know how like they'll have like the cut off of faces. Yeah. So, the front have it be Kylo Ren and Rey, and then on the back have it be Finn and Phasma. Maybe not the cut off of the face, but at least like it shouldn't just be those two characters because Rey and Finn play a huge part in Force Awakens. So I feel yeah. that would have made a better steelbook if they did that. Yeah. But it's still a good steelbook. Sorry, getting off topic. Here. And for a janitor. Finn fights really well. I feel he should have gotten his ass whooped and then something come and save the day. From like he, he should have gotten trained his... as a stormtrooper. How is he should be able to fight that well? He's a janitor. And Phasma is Phasma. She's supposed to be like, I'm assuming, unless she's just kind of the only female trooper, which I doubt. Yeah, that's true. She should be the baddest ass stormtrooper. Like, hit every, hit at least one in every two targets. Yeah. <laughs> and be able to just destroy. Like, she should have wrecked Finn and then BB 8 come save the day. It would be awesome to see BB 8 come save the day. Which he did. That's true, he did. But it was after Finn just destroyed. Yeah. It's just kind of like, what? Are you shitting me? Just, just, I, I didn't care for it. Phasma is a really wasted character. She in is this series right now. And she is made out to be such a big deal. Yeah. I mean, you see her helmet everywhere. Yeah, in the Force stores. Awakens trailer like made her seem out to be a complete badass, and then you see the movie and you're like, and she was. Yeah, she was. She this- is. She's so badass, and then she just kind of gets pisses me off. Especially on the Force Awakens and Han Solo's like, do you have a garbage chute? Trash compactor? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that part was, was funny that as shit. Was funny. Especially where she kind of like turned a little bit and was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Okay, then after that, they escape to the planet, and then they have a big scene, which we will get back to when we get done covering where Ray's been the entire time. Yeah. So, where are we at runtime, bro? I don't know. Don't know. A while. If your computer wants to work, that piece yeah. of shit, Asus. This is gonna be a, a long one. Yeah, what do we have? Like an hour 49? Oh, okay. So I'd say let's I think not we can go over two hours. Yeah, we can finish our stuff up in time. Yeah. So, you want to cover Ray's story? Um, yeah. So basically, when we uh, see Ray first, um, it's her handing Luke the lightsaber, and like we said, he just throws it over his shoulder, and she's like, uh, "Master Skywalker, uh, I've been with your sister. She needs you to come back and basically help us." And he's like, "No." You're wasting your time. So basically, like, she just, like, waits around on this island uh, until he finally says, okay, you get three tra training uh, steps. That's all That's all you get. And which they don't even go through the third one. They only do two. Do they? Yeah, they only do so two. So the first one was the... Wow. What were I'm, the other I'm ones? I'm trying to remember, but it's been pointed out that I, I swear it's been pointed out that, that he doesn't show the third one. Lame. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so basically she waits around. He finally says, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll train you. Um, but when she starts to be able to, like, basically, like, break uh, gravel, uh, he's just like, um, I saw this raw strength in Kylo Ren, and now that I see it in you and it's even worse, uh, no, I'm good. I ain't training you. Um, and so basically... Which is sad, Yeah, I feel, because Ray's just trying to find answers. She yeah. didn't want to be part of this. Oh, I agree. She, I mean, she kind of did. She wanted, like, she admired the pilots, because you remember in Force Awakens, she had the helmet yeah. of one of the rebel fighters, and yeah. she admired that. And you saw her little doll and everything. And yeah. So she kind of wanted to be a part of it. She just didn't know how big of a part of it she would be. Yeah. If at all. Yeah. Um, just trying to... Um, and then... What else happens? Uh, and then basically... She starts training... Well, okay, so she starts, like, just practicing with her bow staff, like, her moves. But then she sees the lightsaber. She starts doing... Practicing with that. And basically, she is able to uh, cut a uh, rock in half, and that I guess impresses Luke. Yeah, for whatever reason, yeah. I think anyone can swing a, f <laughs> a lightsaber around and cut shit. I I would. <laughs> I'd fail though. I'd probably cut my ear off or one of my fingers within the first ten minutes. Yeah, I'd blast off my finger and be like, "Is this really hot? <laughs> <laughs> like, is it hot or is it just gonna?" Yeah. Right. Um. And then basically, during all this, she finds out that she has a force connection with Kylo Ren, and he uh, he is telling her how like Luke told you the wrong story about me. That's not how it happened. Um, you know, what story? Oh yeah, sorry. There yeah, we go. <laughs> uh, sorry. Uh, so Luke tells Ray that um, uh, he. F okay, maybe maybe you're better at explaining the stories. Okay, so Luke's story that he told Ray was that he 
sensed a great darkness in Kylo Ren or in Ben and then he went to in the middle of the night to his place of residency Okay. And, I don't know what to call it. His little hut. Yeah. I guess. And. And. So Kyle Ren's like sees. He said. So Luke said that Kylo Ren woke up and crushed the building on top of him. Yeah. Then later, Ray throws it out there being like you tried to kill him and then he's like oh he lied to you yeah. and then shares tried that to kill me yeah and then shares the story that when he woke up in the middle of the night and Luke, Luke had his lightsaber yeah. and was ready to attack thankfully his uh, old lightsaber was right in Kylo Ren's reach mm-hmm. well I think that was Kylo Ren's lightsaber oh yeah that's true yeah yeah and so he was able to force it to himself and then blocked his attack and then the building on top of him yeah. um, but then later you find out that both of them were lying yeah. and that Luke Luke shares the real story and this is where I wanted I had a fix for it to make it feel a little more Luke because Luke says that he sensed a great darkness in Kylo Ren and he says for a split second he turns on his lightsaber and he says for a split second I thought that I could end it right now that I could end all the suffering that Vader caused or and get ahead of the game this time and then he's like and then I when I when, then when I decided not to I saw the eyes of my nephew who the or saw the eyes of a someone who's been betrayed and this, and then he, they attack, and then he like all that fun stuff. They lightsaber tap each other, and then uh, Ben brings down the place, and then burns everything. Yep. Um, so my fix for this was to keep the stories the same, mm-hmm. and. How or so keep Kylo Ren's the same where he wakes up and he has and Luke has the lightsaber on and attacks, and then to keep Luke's the same where he was you like sensing the darkness inside of him. But the third one where it was the truth, mm-hmm. I w- would have preferred he kept his lightsaber off. Yeah, I would agree. I would have rather him just be like looking at it considering like I I could end this I could end any chance of him hurting anyone killing my students all this stuff and then just kind of like looking and then looking to Kylo Ren and then him realizing or Kylo Ren thinking that he's going to kill him and then they both turn on their lightsabers and do their thing yeah that would have felt more loot to me I would agree and yeah I shared that on uh uh Fortress of Nerditude. Oh, nice. Yeah. What did they think? They agreed. They thought it would have been more Luke-ish. Yeah. Um, which totally would have. Uh, should we just cut to like the kind of like the ending? Um, there's not really much to go off of after that. They yeah. just it's just more of Kylo Ren and Rey. Rey goes to see Kylo Ren 
um, in the Millennium Falcon, or they do like a drive-by, <laughs> oh, yeah. where they stop, Chewie shoots out Ray, and then he takes off again. And then uh, Kylo and Ray go to see Snoke. Snoke ba- basically like throwing Ray all over the place, which is like effed up. Um, and basically he's like uh, Ray is still trying to get Kylo to you know come with her but he's like uh, Snoke's like no he's completely committed to me you foolish child there's no way you can uh, turn him back uh, and just like as all as he's saying this Kylo Ren has is picking because Snoke is telling him to kill Ray, but as Kylo Ren's picking up his lightsaber to do it He's secretly behind his back using the force to move because Snoke had... Uh, Is he doing it behind his back? I thought he was doing it like at his side. Oh yeah, sorry, it was to his side. Uh, because Snoke had taken the blue lightsaber from Rey, or sorry, Luke Skywalker from Rey, and set it to the table by his side. Yeah. Um, and then, um, so Kylo was using the force to his side and was able to turn the lightsaber and turn it on, and basically it sliced Snoke in half. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, during this you get to find out that Kylo Ren knows who Rey's parents are, supposedly. Yeah. And he, it just revealed that she's no one. Which really pisses me off. Like, I don't know if I wanted her to be Obi-Wan's love child... Yeah, but I don't know. I didn't want her to be nothing. Yeah, Ryan Johnson has come out and said, like, oh, you know, Kylo could have been lying, or, you know, like, that's open for... It's like, oh, so you want J.J. Abrams to do exactly what you did to him. Yeah. (laughs) What, to make it this even? Yeah. You know, this isn't how this works. (laughs) No, because isn't a whole rule in show business, like, or in improv, always say yes? Yes. Yeah, so that's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> that is a bullshit lie. It's like, oh, he was lying. So, it's a cheap way. It, it, like anything could be. Ju- it's like if anything could be fixed that easy. Yeah. It's just kind of like Luke, I am your father. Oh, he was lying. That's true. Um. So basically, kind of like, because we're getting kind of long run time here. Um. So kind of like summing up the end, the rebels go to I forget the certain place. Uh, but the salt planet, yeah. Salt Hoth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the first order finds him, uh, finds them. Um, then Luke shows up, but it's it's not really Luke. Uh, yeah. Um, and Luke goes to confront Kylo Ren, and because uh, I'm assuming because of all the rage that Kylo Ren is filled with, he doesn't realize that it's really not Luke Skywalker, even though there are so many signs that it's really not really Luke Skywalker. Yeah, he, it's, his hair's darker. Yeah, it's a lot shorter. It's the blue lightsaber, which they, uh, going back to a sort of, uh, going back, uh, Ray and Kylo Ren destroyed by force, trying to both yeah. pull it towards them. They split in half. Um, so basically, yeah, he didn't realize that. And so basically, while Kylo Ren is fighting the fake Luke, this gives the rebels time to escape. Ray meets them, and Luke is just like, yeah, well, you know, now that, uh, the rebels are basically, you know, free, you know, like, uh, uh, the, uh, it? like freedom will live on, you know, uh, the rebellion will continue. Um, and I just love the line that he says at the end, he's like, see you around, kid. And then he fades away. And then Dude, you know what would have been badass? Yeah. 
I know that this would have been like completely just out there, but I would have liked to see. I would have liked to see Luke there in person. Okay. And then have Kylo Ren really strike him down. I would have much preferred to have Luke really there. Yeah, but I feel that because I feel that might would have not made. I feel that would have pissed off a lot of people because it's like, well, wait. You already killed Han Solo. You're gonna make him kill Luke Skywalker too? Yeah, but he did. Yeah. Technically, he did. That's true. Unless it was just the overexertion of force that killed Luke. I think but that's what it was. This is what I would have preferred. I would have preferred to see Luke there in person, being a complete and utter badass, just blocking all of Kylo Ren's attacks, just like effortlessly, yeah, and then cool. him to pull an Obi Wan. And get stricken down by Kylo Ren, but have the like what happened to Obi Wan, just have the ropes fall to the ground. Okay, yeah, I would have preferred cool. to have that, and then or to have Kylo Ren run and then do that, mm-hmm. and then to turn around, see the robes, and then to like look up and see a ghost Luke, and then like have Luke disappear, and then just have like a line of, like, the rest of the Jedi. That'd be cool. So it would have been, like, Luke and then, like, Yoda, Obi-Wan, and then just, like, just a whole line of Jedi and that are all, like, appearing and then disappearing. Yeah. That would have been badass. That's true. I mean, I still liked the way they did. I I liked it. I liked it, too, but I, I, personally, I'm the kind of person that would just go overboard and be like, all the Jedi! (laughs) Um, So, I'd say let's give our final thoughts and give our grade for it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Didn't we already give our grade on this? Uh, well, we gave our, like... like what, Oh, quick what, thoughts, but no grade. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, Last Jedi, really good. Had its problems, especially with Finn uh, and his whole story. So, I... I would have to give this movie a C plus close to a B minus. Is that really rough on it? No, because that's what I was going to give it. But C I, plus? I was going to stick with B minus, probably. I'll stick with the B minus, because I think it, it wasn't C yeah. plus. It wasn't... Like, I, I've seen the my movies that have a C plus. It doesn't... It's better than those ones. Yeah. So I'm gonna give it a B minus. Yeah. I'd give the same a B minus. I I'm, I have a lot of problems with it, um, especially the pacing. Um, but I still think it's a pretty good Star Wars movie. It's decent. I still definitely prefer The Force Awakens over it because that's my favorite Star Wars movie. But it's definitely not the worst Star Wars movie ever made. That's true. But it's definitely probably the uh, the not movie the that's divided uh, the Star Wars fan base probably ever since. Episode one, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen people this divided on a Star Wars movie. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. So that wraps up both reviews. I know this has been a really, really long episode. We apologize. Yeah. Um, We'll get better at this. Hopefully. I think we shouldn't do two movies, especially ones as... Yeah. 
if it maybe if it's one that we don't have a very high opinion of, yeah. and then one that we do, because these ones we both had very high opinions. And of. I feel on like some movies, I don't think that we need to say like the whole story, like how we did with Coco, like go through like sometimes Act One, Act Two, Act Three. Maybe just point out like plot plot points that like really stuck out to us, like what we did with with the Last Jedi. Okay, like, I, what do you think? We'll do that from now on then. Okay, okay so. That concludes episode eight of. I thought this was nine. This is the ninth. This is confusing as shit. Yeah. It this is. is the ninth episode that we've this done. This is what I'm editing. No, ninth. <laughs> this is the ninth episode we've recorded. This is technically episode eight. Oh okay. Hey, which works out. Yeah. Last Jedi. What? Damn. <laughs> we didn't even plan that. Yeah, we actually did. <laughs> okay, so next week. We will be doing a Dreamcast again. Um, I'll be challenging Rose to see if he can guess who I would cast as what character. And then we will also be doing, just for fun, a story of the Fantastic Four. We'll be creating one together off of a quick basis that um, I'll come up with. So... You can look forward to that next week, and hopefully you're still stuck around for uh, these two, <laughs> these two hours. We do apologize. We'll we won't. We won't do two reviews yeah, at the same but... time again unless the other ones one's going to be short. Well, if we do, just like plan like only thirty minutes each. Yeah. yeah. I think we did plan that, but like we didn't have time ourselves. Yeah, we didn't next even time we got think about it because there was just so much to talk about with these movies. Yeah, so next time it's just going to be a quickie movie and then how about if we ever do two it's going to be <laughs> old so movie quickie. new movie. <laughs> Sorry. Gosh, you're such a child. <laughs> I know, I am okay. <laughs> so we will see you guys next week hopefully and if you guys want to listen to us talk again <laughs> after this. Um, so we will piss off a lot of Star Wars fans yeah hopefully not so you can look forward to that Um, I will let you guys know you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at the All Bros um, at the All Bros I changed the uh, changed the uh, handle to match so they're both at the All Bros you can check out our YouTube we will be attempting to post more and more to our YouTube channel or you can email us at channel at gmail.com let us know if you have any movie recommendations for us or have anything you want to want us to discuss or if you want to discuss we don't care <laughs> um, so look forward to that and be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes Google Play and Stitcher. Still don't know what Stitcher is. Yeah, I don't either. But, but yeah. we're, we're on it. Yep. So you can look forward to that. And that is the end of our show. So that being said, this has been the All Bros channel. I am once again Caleb Albers. And I'm Jonathan Rose. Alright, see ya bras. Later. <laughs>